no, no pundit on TV will ever get a job again. <laughs> Hello and good morning to the 40 yard switch. <laughs> recording at a time you've never, you guys have never heard us record at before, and uh, recording in a situation we've never done before. As we are currently live watching the Manchester United Leicester game, and this, this podcast will be is something new we're trying where we will be reacting to what's on the screen in front of us while also going talking about our weekly podcasty stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like when we watch the games, we often just talk about everything that's going on anyway, so. Yeah, so um, so here we are. Of course, the, the voice you just heard, as always, will be Kuda Luke's, uh, looking fresh on this fine Friday morning. <laughs> Um, Thanks, mate. Just probably decidedly a little bit more fresh than I, I look and potentially feel. Uh, it was a long day for me. Got up at 5am to watch Arsenal. Third consecutive day of getting up for football now. Yeah, we love it. Uh, but before we get into everything, because uh, it's obviously it's transferred, currently transfer deadline day and everything's popping off and there's been two rounds worth of Premier League results since we last recorded. Uh, initial thoughts on this game that we're watching so far, 54 minutes in. Um, yeah, I think United probably started the better, and then when Lesser just started to to sort of look half decent, United hit him on the counter, and then I don't know what to make of this second half. To be honest, it's been pretty even. Yeah. I reckon there's the Leicester have had a chance, but United will always look threatening. But yeah. I think the the biggest thing is Leicester defensively just looks suspect almost every time. Mm. But uh, actually, no, that's, that's the second biggest thing. The biggest thing is United look convincingly good for the third week, third week in a row, yeah. third game in a row. They look like they're playing actually decently as a team, and also playing it out from the back with a lot more confidence, which is yeah, which is making things easier for everybody else. I think that's also just I've just noticed. I think Luke Thomas came on for someone. Oh, true. Uh, um, or maybe he was already playing. Oh, no, he might have been playing in the first half. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, United um, are looking looking a, not a new team, but definitely an improved team. Also, Scott McTominay is playing really well. Yeah, he's having a solid like game. Like he's for sure. playing the DM role and just breaking stuff up mm. quite decently. Casemiro can't even get in the team. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs Casemiro when you've got Scott McTominay? Yeah. Um, but all right. So has has transfer deadline day? Has it? That's just finished, right? No. Eight hours behind us. No, no. It finishes at eleven p.m. on. So it's like this. Where this game is going on, and probably a few hours after this game, it'll finish. Oh, it is, oh right. Yes, because oh, I'm sorry. We're not watching, watching it. Delayed. We're, watch, we're watching this game <laughs> delayed. Sorry, not 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 live. Live. We're like yeah, half an hour behind. Yeah. Um. So. Or maybe oh, I might wonder if it's 11 p.m. September. Oh, it is September one. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, yes, transfer deadline day may have just finished uh, in England. So uh, by the time this goes out, it will definitely be done. But um, some deals to go through. 
Uh, Idrissa Garnage has finally signed after what was it like thirty six days of yeah, it's very, it very confusing. I feel like four weeks ago he was at Finch Farm, um, and then it just kind of all went quiet, and then we were looking elsewhere for midfielders. But now it seems like it's back on, and it seems like it seems like a very good um, deal in terms of the players that we do have playing in midfield at the moment are quite young, like are playing well. But yeah, yeah are quite young and having like a more mature head in there will be good. Also, I, I saw a tweet somewhere. I don't I don't know if this is true or not, but like it seemed pretty reliable. That apparently he watched all of Everton's games last season and kept in contact with people at the club and always wanted to come back when the interest was yeah announced. He do, yeah he does seem like an actual Everton fan and like I've I've seen tweets from him in the past when we've when we've won kind of you know supporting the team and you know getting around yeah. them so that's the type of right it's the right type of person you want at the club you, you love to see it yeah. you love to see it well as Rashford almost played in there I, I haven't been able to check um, but I did see one last night that we were linked with um, Yao Pedro from, from Watford that I saw this morning when I checked Fabrizio's Instagram stories that's not going to happen okay yeah. I actually I'm happy with that. I don't I think you need him. I think he's good, but I've I've I feel like I saw him with Watford last season when things were a bit tough. He mm. was like I don't know, cracking at his teammates, and I don't know. He just seems like potentially not the best attitude. Yeah, Casemiro's coming on. Yeah, interestingly, Casemiro coming on for a Langer, not the substitution you'd expect. A Langer. Yeah. So what would that mean? Two DMs, Christian Eriksen. Bruno up top and Rashford and Sancho out wide? Yeah, Maybe. potentially. Mm. We'll see how that because unfolds. They started with a false nine against in the first game, yeah. right? Didn't go overly well, but they did start with it. Yeah. Um, but they've got a proper DM now. Yeah, true. But well, it Harvey is a double pivot. There, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, also, staying on Everton, uh, completed the signing of... Uh, Bright English prospect academy graduate uh, from Manchester United, James Garner, on a deal which is that's Garner spelled G A R E N E R, not G A N A. Yeah, we had that confusion. Last <laughs> yeah. um, for a nine million deal with potential six point five million in add-ons based on performance targets, I guess. Yeah. Uh, based from what I'm hearing from all the United fans, this seems like a very incredibly shrewd bit of business. Either either very incredibly shrewd bit of business from Everton or an incredibly dumb move from United. Not to sell him, but just to sell him for such a little amount. Um, but if 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 the if if what people have seen from him for Forest last season is to be believed, could be another very good piece uh, for Everton and probably won't start straight away but is definitely an upgrade on role players than your Tom Davies and your Andre Gomez's. Yeah. Or at least you hope so. Yeah. I think I, th- I think like I was say- saying just before off air like it, it, it does seem to be a good piece of, of business but it I feel like it also has the potential I don't know if, if, if you see a big club like Manchester United selling a player that they've known for a long time and have seen develop for a small amount of money, I don't think it is the best sign. Mm. But, yeah. But then also... Um, I, I just think, yeah, I think, like I said before, back to Moyes Keane and, like, yeah. Juventus sold him for a reason because there was attitude and probably a little bit of, you know, him just not being that good. Mm. Yeah. But also, I feel like... Um, 
United also have a history, according to their fans, of like when academy graduates want to move somewhere, they don't really stand in their way too much. Okay. Because like it's kind of you know if you pay for Man, Man United, it's not that common that you'd want to leave because it's Man United, right? So I think they've been pre- they're usually pretty astute or pretty uh, receptive to uh, academy prospects' requests to go elsewhere. And he's also born in Liverpool. True. So we'll see. Um, I'm, I, 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 I've, no, like I said, I've never watched the player, but from what I've heard, I, I, I'm quietly, I'm quietly optimistic about that move for Everton. Oh, as Bruno crosses the ball in, got blocked by Evans, and they start again. Um, um, the the other one you mentioned before. Wait, we done with Everton? Yeah, was there any more Everton? They were potentially looking at uh, Ben Burridge and Diaz. Or Kudus from Ajax, or Ben Brandes from Blackburn, and potential Chukweze from Villarreal. Ah, uh, yeah, Chukweze. I feel like one of any one of those three would be a good addition because you can't have just Neil Mopay and Calvert Lewin as your forward options all season. Or you can, but like it would be a good idea to have another one. Yeah, we've. It's become very clear at the start of this season we need another striker option. Yeah, or a couple. Was that was that the one you were thinking of, or was there another? Nah, nah, that's it. That's it. But yeah, it's been a very busy window for Everton in the end. And overly a pretty positive one, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think, just on Anthony Gordon quickly. Yeah. I think that while the money that Chelsea were offering was more than enough for him. Yeah. I am quite glad that we've held on to him. Oh, yeah. End. Big time. And it does like the stability of the team as well. I honestly think it's better for him as well. Yeah. Big like, time. You want to see him develop and I just don't I don't know that Chelsea team particularly that Chelsea team yeah um, just seems like a tricky place to go speaking of that Chelsea team (laughs) (laughs) thanks for the thanks for the the alley-oop there (laughs) Um, the through ball Wilbur Um, wrong wrong sport analogy with (laughs) alley-oop Chelsea have made some moves on on deadline day uh Starting with the fourteen million pound swap of Marcus Alonso and Pierre Emerick Aubameyang to Barcelona, so fourteen million and Marcus Alonso has gone to Chelsea, I mean to Barcelona, and Barcelona have and, and Chelsea. Fuck, it's early in the morning, guys. <laughs> uh, and uh, Chelsea have got Pierre Emerick Aubameyang on a two-year deal with the option of a one-year extended well, on that. Boy, who got the fourteen million? Barcelona. Really? And Marcus Alonso. Okay, now. Is that interesting to you? Uh, I mean, for yeah, a player... He's 33, that, isn't he? But that if it's for a player they signed only a year ago. Yeah. On a free. Yeah, true. But, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know how good a deal it is because, like, I, don't, I just don't know if a Bamiang... Still has it to play in the Premier League. Is still still is motivated enough. Like he 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 played really well to get a big contract, got the big contract, and then disappeared off the face of the earth for Arsenal. And now I'm sure he'll get a decently sized contract at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. And like I know he hits the ground running at clubs he goes to historically. Like hit the ground running at Barca. Hit the ground running at Arsenal. But it's like how long will he will he do the same at Chelsea? And if he does do like how long will that continue for? Mm. So. Oh, Madison. Madison beats Varane. No free kick there. 
I think it's play Inter- on, is interesting. it? Interesting, yeah, play on. That's a free kick, yep. Yeah. Manhandled by Scott McTominay. Such a bad place to give away a foul. And Madison has a free kick 23-ish yards out from the United goal. Yeah, if you ever wanted saying. to know what me and Wilbur commentating a football game would be like, <laughs> <laughs> this is what it is. Um, but yeah, I think another deal for Chelsea that's gone through after having multiple deals. Casemiro, sorry, just Casemiro just got absolutely ripped by James Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Premier League. <laughs> well, not ripped even, just looked like static. Yeah. It walked past him. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, they've, they've, Chelsea had multiple people deals rejected, Havadiol and Sangare and a couple others. Uh, but they have signed Dennis Zakaria. I don't, I'm not yep. sure if he's Dennis. Zakaria. Dennis, Dennis Zakaria, who, as far as I, as far as we know, is a midfielder. Um, so they've signed him for a loan with a 30 million buy option. I think Dennis Zakaria moved to Juventus. In like Gladbach. the most recent yeah. transfer window from Gladbach, yeah. right? Yeah, and I remember, I remember his name because United were linked with him as well. Ah, uh, right. He's a centre midfielder, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So interesting. Chelsea needs centre midfielder because Jorginho pro- is proving week in week out that he can cannot play as a lone defensive midfielder without Kante. Yeah. Um, well, I just think you need someone in that you know Antonio Conte system. Of like five at the back in a two-person midfield, you need someone who's a bit more uh, durable. Yeah, yeah. And like Conte can't tackle, gets dribbled past like multiple times a game. Like, yeah, Jorginho, you mean? Sorry, yeah. Jorginho. Yeah, Jorginho. <laughs> Conte does the opposite. As we wait here for Madison to take this free kick, took one before, picked out of the top corner by De Gea. Oh, hits it's the wall. wall. That did look pretty good though. If it didn't hit the wall. But it did. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, just gonna. Let <laughs> oh yeah, we was gonna quickly let the cat in because he's meowing at the door. Um, but as far as Arsenal are concerned, always Ronaldo looks ready to come on. Tra- his tracksuit top is off, and he is jumping up and down on the sideline. But as far as Arsenal are concerned, are um, with injuries to El Nene and Party for the next foreseeable month. Um, we, so despite Sammy the Conga playing very well the other, yesterday against Aston Villa, hello cat, um, as Ronaldo is now coming on for Jaden Sancho. The goal scorer. Yep. Well taken goal. Poor defending, poor goal giving, but did what he had to do. Two goals for the season now. Looking a new man. Yeah, I think he is definitely looking more confident, but mm. it's still. He still, yeah, looks a bit slow. And times. he also just, he, he, he does sort of little bits and little patches. It's not consistent performance over his entire stint on the pitch. Yeah. Uh, yes, but Arsenal. Um, well, in the past 24 hours, it looks like we have been heavily pushing for Douglas Luiz from Aston Villa. Apparently 20 million is the fee being thrown around. Um, Villa don't want to sell. Douglas Luiz is keen on the move. Uh, I guess we'll find out after this podcast if this, is, if this has happened. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not. It's not an over. It's not like a big time wow signing. I'm not like overly thrilled with it. But I think you said last night it's a decent squad player to have. So I'm not yeah. mad. I'm not mad about it. I think he's quite good, to be honest. And if you're getting for twenty million, yeah. I mean, I think that's really good. Yeah, I mean, definitely. especially because you you're taking him off a team where he's a starter. 
and it's the very end of the transfer window. So yeah. if Although you can he did get it for twenty million, he did. He has come off the bench already twice in the first four games for Villa this season. Okay, right. Yeah, and that's don't. I don't think that's because he's bad. I think it's just because Stephen Joe doesn't know how to use him. Because Stephen, because in dead, instead Villa had just signed Lars Dendonka, Leandro Dendonka. Sorry. Right, but they're, okay. they're selling Douglas Louise. Like, make it fucking make sense. I think Douglas Louise is better than Dendonka, so yeah, I don't get it. Um, but maybe Steven Gerrard's Stoke City esque football that he played against Arsenal last night is indicative of not being not knowing how to use a silky player like Douglas Louise. Hmm. Yeah, it really seems like it's all um, falling apart, unraveling. Yeah, uh, but we'll be talking about managers and potentially. You know, the managerial merry-go-round shortly. Um, but Nottingham Forest have made their 20th, 21st, and 22nd signings of the season, <laughs> which is just ridiculous. Um, so Renan Lodi from Atletico Madrid was their 19th signing. Uh, wild that they got him. I mean, it just seems like such a random transfer. Yeah. But he's a talented left back. So, or a talented had left midfielder. quite a few pretty random signings. Yeah, um, I don't think they, I don't think they ended up ever getting Jose Moir, but um, but then that they signed two other guys. So his name escapes me right now. But the big one is it looks like they're going to get Michi Batshuayi from Chelsea. Mm. It's an interesting one. I feel like obviously Everton were linked with him as well. I feel like he's decent, but you know you've seen him go out on loans to like these kind of smaller Premier League clubs a lot in the past and. I think it's hard to say that it's worked. No, I'd agree. Yeah, yeah, it didn't work. At, it didn't work at Palace. It didn't work at wherever he went somewhere else. But that's the thing; I can't really remember where he went because he wasn't very good there. <laughs> the only loan move I've seen him take since joining Chelsea has been to Dortmund. That's actually worked. Yeah, he was good there, but hasn't been good anywhere else. Yeah, but we know that. Yeah, the Bundesliga can be a bit more yeah favorable place to go, especially as a forward. Yeah, Jaden Sancho. <laughs> Diego Dolo celebrates a tackle like he's on the World Cup. <laughs> the fans will love that. Yeah. <laughs> there is passion. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, and then... Oh, did he win the goal kick? Is that why he's so... Oh, right on, yeah. brother. Hey, you celebrate as much as you want yeah. to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Nottingham Forest, I mean, time will tell if this 22 signing window pays off for them. Uh, as they say in dodgeball, it's a bold strategy. <laughs> uh, but they did just lose six 0 to Man City. So mm. <laughs> Although you know you can't take losses to newly promoted teams to losses losing big to Man City is kind of like a formality at this point. Yeah. So especially when yeah their two new strikers just absolutely oh yeah far out. Jesus Christ. Also yeah, Haaland has broken the record for fewest Premier League games to two hat tricks. And in five and, games, and uh, most goals in your first five games in the Premier League as well. Like he's just crazy. That yeah, guy. it's actually unreal. More on him later. <laughs> um, uh, so next, I think we moving on to I think Brighton have sold have confirmed a permanent deal for Billy Gilmore from Chelsea. I think the rumored fee is around ten million. That's a good bit of business. Yeah, I like it a lot, and like you said offline before yeah. <laughs> um, I think Graham Potter will definitely um, you know be a good manager to get the most out of him yeah and it, it's a it's a team 
where I feel like there's not a heap of pressure. Like, they're playing very well, but I don't know. I feel like you can play relatively freely there. Yeah. I also feel like the style of play of Norwich when he went on loan there last season didn't really suit him. Like, he, 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 he suited him when Daniel Farker was there, but then once he got sacked and Dean Smith was there, that, did, that style of play didn't really suit him. Yeah. And also, come cards come into a team that's probably going to get relegated. Whereas Graham Potter, he's a good. Billy Gilmore is a very technical player. Um, Graham Potter, you know, loves to play, you know, good possession football. The beautiful game. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's a good fit. Um, and uh, yeah, like I like like, we all know Graham Potter can get the best out of plenty of good players. Look at look how well he's turned around Danny Welbeck. Mm. Yeah, Danny Welbeck's really looking quite good this season. Isn't yeah. It? Um. Uh. It's not it's not a signing, but just wanted to note uh, Isak looks like he's going to be a very good um, signing for Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Casemiro gives the ball away with the pass. Uh, who else? Oh, there was someone else I wanted to talk about transfer-wise. Oh, Tottenham have made like barely any moves in the deadline day. Oh, Manchester City signed Manuel Kanji. That's who I was thinking of. The Dortmund, the Dortmund centre-back. Okay. He's arguably Dortmund's best centre-back. Right. And they signed up for 17.5 million euros. I feel like every deal, compared to all the other deals that have been going on in the, in the market this window, this window, every deal City have made is looking like a bargain this window. Yeah. Like, they signed Haaland for 55 mil, 60, 56 million pounds. Which, which is, is just... Looking like a steal. Yeah. Um, Julian Alvarez was like 20 million. Um, this is 17.6 million for one of Europe's best teams, one of their best defenders. Yeah. And... Th- and then they signed that Sergi Gomez guy for like 10 million euros. And like, I don't know if he's good or not, but... Yeah, like, he must be decent. He must be decent if Pep wants him. Um, and then they also, you know, got good money for the players that they leave. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the other Man City one. Yeah, I think there was a lot of speculation about Bernardo Silva going to Barcelona, but that's been... Sequeda, he yeah. stays. Also, Memphis Depay is staying at Barcelona as well. But I think that is one to look out for in future windows. Bernardo Silva to I leave. F- yeah, I feel yeah. like... I, I think he like just wants he to go to Spain. he will eventually go to Barcelona. Yeah. It seems like... It seems like, yeah, where he's destined to end up. And you've just jogged my memory about saying Barcelona. Hector Bellerin has gone on a free transfer to Barcelona from Arsenal. It was rumoured that he was, he, his contract was going to be terminated as Tielemans comes off for... Kelechi and Acho. Uh, yeah, this t- contract was going to be terminated, uh, where, so Arsenal would have to pay him out, but it's ended up being that Arsenal don't have to pay him out. He's foregoed the money he was owed on, on, the, with, on the remainder of his contract, and somehow Barcelona have agreed to a sell-on clause. Should they sell him, Arsenal would get a proportion of that fee. So, I mean, I, I'm happy for him. He clearly wanted to go back to Spain. He's been a good servant for the club, just unlucky with injuries. So I would have preferred him to go to um, Betis just because I don't like Barcelona. But, you know, it is what it is. Mm. It seemed like a nicer story as well, him to Betis. Yeah, because his dad sports the club. And yeah. yeah. Also, Betis, Betis's kits are just so sick as well. And their pre-game oh, yeah. violin thing. Was that song Better Off Alone or something? Um, it's a great song. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Miro oh. completes his first pass of the game. There we go. <laughs> 10 minutes after coming on. Um, who? Uh, I feel like I'm probably forgetting someone, but yeah, that's 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 the crux of most of the news from Deadline Day. I feel like 
Oh, no, sorry. Fulham. This is the last stuff. Fulham have signed Willian and Lavin Kozawa from PSG. Willian, not from PSG. from. Oh, they did get Kozawa. They did get Kozawa. Uh, so, yeah, I think Kozawa's a good deal. I think Willian's a shocking deal. Did, not, did everyone not see how shitty he was two years ago and now he's uh, two years older? Yeah. It's interesting that uh, Tielemans has ended up staying. I was just thinking that before as well as he come, when he's come off. Mm, I think teams that are interested in him know that he's not going to he's he's like stated he's not going to sign a contract extension so they're just going to wait for him next window and then get try and get him on a free I think yeah true but yeah I would have liked to sell to sign him but if if it was dependent on Shaka leaving I'd much rather Shaka stay because Shaka's killing it right now he had a, a mate, incredible game against Villa yesterday but yes, I think that's uh, generally most of the important, noteworthy transfer news. Um, let's move on to two rounds worth of results that have been happening. Actually, no. Let's move on to the big news of the week. Scott Parker has been sacked after four games in charge. Yeah, crazy. Obviously, won the first game against Aston Villa at the Vitality Stadium. I think it was 2-0. Yeah. Then they... Where do they go next? They went to City and lost 4-0. Yeah. Then to Arsenal, lost 3-0. And then to Liverpool, obviously. Yeah. 9-0. Yeah, I think it's just, I think it's just very harsh. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I actually rate Scott Parker quite highly as a manager. Yeah. And I think it's just very bizarre to give someone four games... And three of them are against sides that are going to be very good this season. Yeah. Like, and essentially penciled in losses for any newly promoted team. Like, you're not expecting points there. Yeah. Um, but I suppose maybe the manner of the loss against Liverpool. It's come out that um, apparently Scott Parker was... like uh, Scott Parker and the board were not aligned in their visions for the season. Scott Parker, all off-season, had put pressure on the board to sign players... Or sign more than they had. I think Bournemouth spent twenty five million so far in the in the transfer market. The board said we're not going to. Scott Parker then like in the post match interview after the Liverpool game called out called it out. He was again, he was like, you know, we need help when when like we're not at the standard, we can't compete at this level unless we get help. And I think the board just made a call being like, um, because like in their statement when they sacked him he was like oh we need everyone at the club to be aligned in our purpose and whatever right. so they were like um, essentially essentially essentially, what it boils down to is they were like we're not gonna we don't like we've, we're not gonna spend this overspend this money um, because we think it's a, a, too much a risk uh, and essentially what I'm reading between the lines here is they don't really mind if they go back down as long as you know monetarily the investment is okay yeah so, uh, which for me is really disappointing it's all well and good for a board but you know what about the fans you're rem- well for the fans the players the ma- the manager as well like you yeah. know, he's trying to you know build his career yeah and I think also yeah it was interesting Jurgen Klopp spoke about it as well the fact that one it was very harsh and two the players aren't good enough yeah like he, I think he basically said that as well. Yeah, and like I, I get that, like you know, they've got a smaller stadium capacity, and like I'm sure the owner. It's I've heard from various people. This guy was interviewed on the Athletic. 
that like, apparently the owner's put in a lot of money into the club over the 10 or so years he's been there. Um, but at the same time, it's like using the club as a team to get promoted, collect your big payment for getting promoted, and, and then and then just sit and then just sit on that and be fine with getting relegated. Do your best to not get relegated, but essentially be fine with it. Is just it's just a really disappointing lack of vision. Yeah. Um, and I think if that's what. You shouldn't be a foot. You shouldn't own a football club if that's what you're. Yeah, that's like if it's like, like it's essentially running a club like a business, which is which a lot of clubs are run like these days. But like, there's still a, 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 a modicum of you know pride in wanting to play in the best league and get results. Oh, Fernandez, very with a nice, nutmeg. very and nice switch from Bruno to Rashford. Oh, you know, it could be in here. Oh, shit! Pass across from Ronaldo. It has to yeah. be said. They still could be in here though, Rashford, and scuffs the shot wide. Really nice play from Bruno there, has to yeah. be said. <laughs> it has to be said. You hate to say it. Yeah, I do hate <laughs> to say it. Uh, but yeah. Very yeah. What is this Rashford perfect ball through to Ronaldo? And this is just terrible from Ronaldo. Whip it, mate. I thought he was supposed to have a five-star weak foot, this guy. Um, terrible. Um, but yeah, I... Just, just, just disappointing. If I'm a Bournemouth fan, I'm, I'd just be like, yeah, that's not, not great. Um, and like, just goes to show that that club, basically, the the reason they were relevant for so long, was just Eddie Howe, yeah, who, who was able to make do with very little funding, not much. And also, it, it like it, it poses the question, who is going to want to manage there now? Like, if you're not yeah. going to get backed by your board, and essentially it seems like, you know, unofficially they're fine with getting relegated. Yeah, why would you go there? Why would you go cause, there? Because it's just, like, it's just going to ruin your reputation as a manager. Yeah. Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh. With the bicycle kick. Bicycle attempt. kick, just wide. Very impressive. Um, well, it would have been more impressive if he scored, but very impressive attempt. <laughs> He didn't quite catch it. Kind of no. scuffed it straight into the ground. But, um, but yeah. So, Bournemouth, who they get as next manager will be interesting. I don't think it's going to be anyone like that big of note because, like we just said, it seems like a bit of a poison chalice to go there right now. But yeah, for me, the most, I mean, the best fit that I can think of is Sean Dyche. Yeah, me too. But then again, I don't think he'd want. The same, essentially, the same situation he had at Burnley, which is a, a team that isn't good enough, not backed, trying to stay up. I think, or oh, as Ronaldo's played in by Faruno and oh. scuffs the shot so much, it's going to go out for a throw-in. I think in. he was trying to cut it. Trying to cut it. Yeah. And Ronaldo does very well keep it in. Justin puts it out. Um, but yeah, so Scott Parker's gone. We'll see who comes in. Another manager, though, that could be on the ropes is Steven Gerrard. Um, Villa don't seem to be getting any better. They played Stoke City-esque football against Arsenal last night. Uh, got absolutely dominated. The only, uh, only reason they scored is because there was a well-taken free kick by Douglas Lewis and a foul on Aaron Ramsdale, which wasn't given. Um, and that was pretty much their only chance of the game. Um, so, yeah, I don't... I don't I, it, 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 it's pretty soon going to be untenable for me. At Villa, because there's just no improvement there. Yeah, well, I think yeah, we spoke about before, but Bournemouth got a result 
against them in the first game and they looked not very good. Um, and yeah, they, they just haven't seemed to improve. And it's it's kind of it seems like a work rate thing as well. It's a work rate, but it's also it's just like it's like a speed of play in their build up. They're just so slow. Like they just don't yeah. do anything. Like they tried and then they tried to play out from the back a couple of times and just coughed it up to us like three times in ten minutes last night. It's just like what are we doing? Yeah. Do Do you feel like? I I feel like the the big issue is their kind of like center back center midfield kind of area. Yeah. Well, center back area. Yeah. Like I mean, they, they I wouldn't be confident in any of their center backs playing out from the back. Yeah. And I think that's where it kind of stems from because they've got a lot of attacking talent. Yeah. And to be fair to to be I guess to be fair to Jared, he did lose Diego Carlos. Like to an Achilles injury, he's marquee centre back signing. Yeah, but at the same time, like you got to make do with what you have, and you had the same centre back pairing last year, and you did. I mean, you didn't do well, but you didn't do terrible. Um, but like, I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I feel like potentially like Rangers played well under Gerrard, but like there wasn't a whole lot of talk about his managerial style or the style of football his teams play when he signed. It was just more sort of like he's a great like. Design. motivator and he's, he's 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 in his place i seems to just sort of be like passion and vibes at this point you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> show a bit of heart that is um as jamie vardy absolutely loses it at the ref <laughs> after absolutely cutting down malasia classic what were you saying i just want to see this it's not nice What was I going to say? <laughs> Something about uh, passion and vibe, Stephen Gerrard. Yeah. I. It it just seemed like he was quite good at that when he came. Yeah. Um, and then he signed Philip Coutinho and he looked like an absolute genius. Philip Coutinho's been pretty shit too, to be honest. Oh, Fred's on. This, 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 so far this season. He's looked the best of their players, but not as good as you'd think he would be. Yeah. Maybe that's because he's surrounded by t- bad players, though, to be fair. Jacob Ramsey also not playing as well as he yeah he was, was last he season. was virtually non-existent last night oh yeah this yesterday morning but yeah um, I think it's a matter of time before he gets sacked because I, d- I don't see where it gets better mm. um, and then that's a that's a team where I reckon Sean Dyche might come in because I reckon there's more money to be back there there's a vision to go up the table um, yeah. And while Villa's squad isn't amazing, there's still better players at Villa than there are at Bournemouth. And yeah. the Villa the Villa squad is still a squad that should stay in the Premier League. I'd love to see Sean Dice managing Philippe Coutinho. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's been the question. It's like, can, can is Sean Dice a good manager that can manage with good players? Or is he just, you know, the sum of his parts at Bournemouth? Yeah. I, I I I I have a I'm I have a sort of I don't know why I have a hunch he's actually not a bad manager and with better players could do better things because like well I think yeah we, we've seen it with, with Eddie Howe you know who did so well with so little and like Sean Dyche arguably did better with little yeah stayed in the than, league than uh, Eddie Howe did stayed in the league it just ago. seems like Eddie Howe is more of like a maybe a bit more vision um, vision to the style of football yeah but again it, it might just be the case that um, Sean Dice was a, a bit ham, hamstrung in terms of the style of football that he could play mm. but I guess we'll find out if he 
does return to the Premier League this season. I would like to see him at Villa. Yeah, That'd me too. But anyway, Seaman Gerrard is not sacked yet. <laughs> no, he's not sacked yet. Um, and we'll see how long we'll see how long his uh, tenure continues. Uh, on to some results in the Premier League. Uh, so Liverpool have won two on the bounce after a last gasp Fabio Cavallio winner against Newcastle. And they obviously then previously mentioned uh, 9-0 drubbing of Bournemouth. Uh, City beat Nottingham Forest 6-0 as we just mentioned before. Uh, Erling Haaland back-to-back hat-tricks looking like my pick of Gabriel Jesus to win the golden boot. Potentially not going to happen anymore. <laughs> well, he scored well, he scored like nine goals. Yeah, nine goals in five games. Oh my God! As Ian Atchell almost puts it into his own net um, from United Cross. But yeah, it's just wild how good Erling Haaland is. So yeah, two hat-tricks in the space of 90 minutes because he scored a second half hat-trick against Boom. No, who? Palace. Palace, yeah. And then the first half hat-trick uh, most recently. So, yeah, yeah and I I think insane. outside of I think outside of the goal against Palace, the the third one, five of those goals, pretty much all from within inside the six yard box. Yeah, but like everyone's saying last season as well that you know that's that is essentially all you need to do at City because yeah. they build up so well. Yeah, they cut it into the box, and you just need to be there. And we've seen like you know analysis of his like movement off the ball to get into those spaces and yeah. it's just yeah also like the go- the third goal he scores for his hat-trick against Forest, where it's literally he's just like taller and can jump higher than the two centre-backs for the, for the John Stones header back across it's just like how do you defend against that you can't yeah he's literally going to jump higher and head the ball in against any defender yeah, I reckon he'd, he'd win that header against Virgil van Dijk <laughs> yeah um, but yeah the, the other um, notable thing from the City game was, yeah, uh, Julian Alvarez looking very, yeah, those very good. Two two very, very nice finishes. Um, yeah. And just f- fucking City, you know? Mm. <laughs> just always got another f- three good players to come into that team and make it better. They probably were, like, I, I'd say with with Liverpool's struggles this season, I, I, I would almost go ahead, go as far as calling the league for City now. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being funny here. <laughs> like I know it's a long season, but like you just don't see where City are going to slip up with the team they've got as Madison blazes over the bar with three minutes to go in this game. But yeah, like they just look so good. They've just signed Dortmund's one of Dortmund's best defenders. They're not selling any of their defenders, so they've got five very good centre backs now, good full backs on either side. You know, a wealth of talent in midfield, and now. Two, two of the best young strikers in the world yeah up top it's pretty wild yeah I mean yeah I'm, n- I'm not sure you know Alvarez is like on the you know, oh yeah yeah best strikers in the world two but of the best young talents in the world yeah he looks like a really really good young talent yeah. but anyway uh, enough about enough to talk about how good City are <laughs> uh, uh, and we also gotta we're gonna have to wrap things up soon um, Chelsea lost 2-1 to Southampton in what must be said, another abject performance two weeks after their other abject performance against um, Leeds. Leeds. And let's yeah. be real, they didn't even play that well when they won against Leicester a week ago, to be fair. I think, yeah, Ch- Chelsea definitely have faded in games after starting decently well. But the other thing that has like should be said is that um, Southampton played like definitely one of the youngest 
like playing one of the youngest 11s in the um in the league have looked like really really good yeah and to start the season their uh transfer window scouting seems like it's been very impressive yeah. the players they brought in oh my god james justin is through and should have done a lot better there yeah that could have been the equalizer there and leicester fantasy enough yeah a bit a bit a bit rusty there from james justin yeah um but yeah what's happened to you it's good flick on just malassia kind of gets pulled out of position you gotta do better there i reckon you could have taken a bit long taken a bit more time on the on the shot um, but yeah, uh, Southampton very very good, very impressive. But and like they're like they're looking like I think I I might have had them to go down, but they're looking like they probably will stay up with the football they're playing. But yeah, Southampton do that. Hey, they kind of like look good and then they look shit. Yeah, um, they could lose nine nil later this season. But yeah, you could definitely like you definitely have to say that Chelsea should win the game. Yeah, with the squad there and have. Chelsea's performance was terrible like i mentioned before um off air <laughs> uh they in the second half they were playing the game like they were in damage control and trying not to lose more than 2-1 yeah uh, which is just terrible like that's such a terrible way to finish a game playing for chelsea bloody football club you know what i mean yeah as the full-time whistle goes and united are one nil winners over leicester three on the bounce three on the bounce no not not much to say about the second second half, but you know, I just did what they had to and got the one 0 win. I thing. still can't believe that Steve McLaren is on Ten Hag's yeah. staff. I know, right? Like what? Why? <laughs> yeah, very weird. I remember there was a thing made about him in the off season, like Ten Hag was like really keen to get him in. But there we go. Um alright, so for that full time now and we'll be having to start work soon. Uh Chelsea bad. Uh Thomas Tuchel also didn't say his team was a better team this time said they were terrible right. um but it's also like uh, this this kind of has to fall on Tuchel a fair bit like you're sticking with these players who are not playing well and aren't really good enough I don't think Asp- I think Aspilicueta has now passed it yeah um I think uh Jorginho has shown he can't play as a single pivot why do you keep playing him there yeah uh but I think I think it's fair to say that they've been looking in their transfer market, though. True, but like play a different like if you, if you now know that he can't play that, and you're still continuing to play a back four with that, like that doesn't make any sense to me. Like play a back three to cover for that defensive. Like it's like it's the formation you've played for so long. So yeah. anyway, I just think yeah, Tuchel is making a lot of mistakes at the start of the season. Yeah. It's a long way from the heights of his um, when he first came in. Yeah, and then you got you know Timo Werner scoring hat tricks, while Chelsea can't really buy a goal outside of Raheem Sterling. Yeah. So yeah, um, long season for Chelsea. I reckon uh, we both called it for them to drop out of the top four, and I reckon that could be a good pick. Still, quite a few glazers out banners in the amongst the United crowd. Yeah, kind of fair enough, I guess. Like, like even if they have spent money in this transfer window, they're still still siphoned millions and millions of dollars out of the club since they joined. So. Yeah, yeah. Get him out of the club. Um, but I reckon, as we as we watch the United lap of honor, 
that'll probably do us for this week's episode. Uh, we'll probably log off and check if any of the final transfers have come through. And uh, yeah, we might do this again sometime. Yeah, it's another, been good. There's going to be plenty of midweek um, Premier League football. It seems like a good way to do it. There's also going to be midweek European football as well. Lots and lots of football. Yeah, uh, but yes, uh, I've been Woody. He's been Wilby. Uh, it's been Manchester United versus Leicester, <laughs> and we've had a great time. This is Manchester. <laughs> Ta-ta for now. <laughs>